there's a um, there's a lady we know, and she was with this guy for God, I think like three years, and they broke up, and it's like God, it just you know, thinking about that lady, it's like it just breaks my heart, you know. It's like ah, like I w- I was in a relationship for like two years on and off um, before. Um, being with Maggie and um, so thinking about that lady she was with that guy three years and they broke up you know and and, um, and she's doing really good the uh, this has been like a theme I think in the last month for me but um, just identity and like the importance of identity and like having a healthy perspective of who God is, who we are, and what the cross means, you know, what Jesus dying and being raised again means, what it means to be saved, what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit, what it means to be God's children, um, all that. So something like that happens, right? Bad thing happens, something, whether it's situational, like someone else did something to you, Um, you're in a bad situation, tragic situation, um, or you personally made a mistake, um, did something wrong, sin in some type of way you shouldn't have done. Now the enemy wants to use that experience to mark you. He wants to use that experience to tell you, Hey, because this happened, your life's got to be a certain way. Um, it could be you messed up, you know. Now you're going to keep messing up. Now it's going to take you a while to get back where you were. And now yeah, now you're just trying to get back where you were. And because um, it just doesn't feel right. It's never quite as good as it once was. Or a bad situation happens and it tries to mark you like, yeah, you went through this really traumatic thing. Your life's going to be messed up for a while. You went through this thing. You need a lot of time. You need a year. You were in that relationship three years you need three years to get back on track and I'm just telling you straight up those things (laughs) are from the devil God loves us he's a loving father he's amazing he's so good he's a good dad he's a good father he knows us man he knows us we're his kids we're not uh, foster kids we're not um We're not uh, grandkids who you can uh, go and bring home at the end of the weekend. We're um, We're not any of that. We're his kids. Blood. He's our dad. He's God. And he's our dad. Um... And yeah, he he wants the best for us. So, in in the face of that stuff, when we immediately respond, I think the biggest thing, that's a situational thing, right? Like the breakup thing, it's not like that person sinned and now they're dealing with the consequences. It's like there was just a situation thing thing happened, they were broken up with and, and, um, you know, it's like, bam, there you are now. And it's, the enemy wants you to feel terrible and feel like it's going to take so long to get 
back and everything good is so far away. Um, but then there's sin situation too, completely different thing I'm talking about now where let's say someone messes up personally. Um, let's say it's with uh, porn or masturbation. Let's say it's with uh, doing drugs. Let's say it's with drinking. Let's say it's with uh, outbursts of anger. Someone has anger problems and they mess up and they scream at somebody. Um, let's say it's with stealing. You're doing really good and then you go steal something. Um, whatever it is. So you messed up. Immediately, the enemy wants you to feel bad about what you did feel like you're still the same person who you were nothing really changed that's why you did this because you really never changed you're still the same person that you were a year ago two years ago three years ago and uh, you're just never going to get it that thing might always be there it might never change you might always have those same temptations and you might always just sin Um, things just might not change for you God's awesome and he loves you but um, this thing's way bigger than he is And uh, that ain't it, man. In the face of that, in the face of that, if I make a mistake, if I do something that I know I shouldn't have done, my response, my response in the last five years has, has been different because of knowing Jesus. And knowing the cross, knowing the finished work, knowing who he says about me and who he is, knowing what he says about me, who I am and who he is. That's better worded. Um, In the face of that, I just messed up. Boom. Father God, thank you. You love me. I don't want this thing in my life. I don't want it to have anything to do with me, God. I thank you for healing me and setting me free. I thank you for the just real level of conviction in my life right now. Previously, I would have done that thing and not thought twice about it and it would have been fine. But I thank you, God, for just putting a heart of repentance in me. I thank you. I want to change. And even though I just did that, God, that is not my heart. That's not the life you've called me to. I thank you. I'm your son. You chose me. You wanted me. And all those things are still true and it's not changing, God. I thank you for the path you've set my life on. I thank you for the righteousness that I have in Christ, not for my own works, but because you came and you gave me the opportunity to step into this. And I said, yes. So I appreciate God, you making me holy. I appreciate you setting me free from sin. I thank you. You're the lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Not the Lamb of God that covers the sin of the world. Not the Lamb of God that just forgives the sin of the world. The Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. I thank you. I don't have to live with this thing, God. Whatever I got to do, whatever I got to change, God, to never end up in that situation again, would you show me what that looks like? Would you show me how to walk this thing out? I don't want anything in my life that's not from you. God, I thank you for the Holy Ghost in me. I thank you for your presence in my life. I thank you, God. I thank you that I am your very own. I am your child. I am not on the outside. I am in. You want me. It's always going to be that way. I thank you. You continually pursue me. I thank you. I'm seeing the goodness of God in the land of the living. And even though I might not feel it right now, I will feel it. Even though I might not see it right now, I will see it. So I thank you for your presence in my life. And I thank you for everything you're doing, God. I'm not believing this thing. I'm not believing even my own actions. I'm believing truth. That's what we don't talk about in church a lot of times is what I see. 
we tell people reasons not to do things. We give them a lot of Bible verses and you should do this and not do this and this is what's right and this is what's wrong and we feel good because we gave them solid biblical teaching but we don't talk about how to respond in righteousness. We don't talk about how to fight from a place of the finished work of the cross and not give yourself to it for a second. Because I'm telling you, there's a lot of pastors, there's a lot of people in leadership where they mess up, they do something wrong, and they're wrecked, and they're done, and their whole identity is thrown out because of that thing, and they got to call their accountability partner, they got to call their mentor, they got to call all these people, this whole list, because because they, they've not been training in righteousness, they've not been training in how to take thoughts captive, they've not been doing communion when there's no one else around and there's nobody looking. He says, uh, your father who sees what you do in secret will, will reward you openly. We've got to be the same. We've got to walk this thing out when there's nobody looking, man. We got we to gotta get this thing on with Jesus when there's nobody looking. Uh, you are your own best accountability partner greater than anyone could ever do it. It's, it's you. You know you. God put his spirit in you. And, uh, and, and you've, you have everything you need in him to, to walk this thing out. Um, my people perish for lack of vision. My people perish for lack of knowledge. All that stuff is true. We got to seek him. We got to get to know him. We got to be all in and, and we're meant to do life together as believers. There's meant to be the gifts are literally for the bringing together unity in the body, in the body of Christ, the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry until we all come to the unity of the faith uh, in the knowledge of God. This, all those words are in there. I probably didn't say them in the right order. Um, but yeah, so it's real. We're meant to do life together. We're meant to, he's like, who's my mother? Who's my father? Who's my brother? But those who do the will of God, like it's, it's real. Um, like that's, we're meant to do life together. Um, but you're the only one there when you're alone and you know how you're doing when you're alone. So <laughs> more than anyone else can help you more than texting somebody because you feel tempted more than any of that, I'm telling you, get real with Jesus. Get real with where your heart is and seek him and give yourself to him in truth. Don't be the person praying, oh God, please forgive me. Oh, how did I do this? I'm such a piece of shit. I'm all this stuff. Sorry, I said it. I said, because I think we have those thoughts. I think we have those thoughts. I've had those thoughts. And as a Christian, and it's, it's not from him. The enemy wants to, wants to bring those thoughts and get you to think, whoa, you know, I'm this and I'm that. I'm just trash, man. I'm so messed up. God, thank you for still saving me and loving me. I'm really a mess. In all, and that's not it. There's no freedom there. There's no freedom there. There's no finished work of the cross there. There's no communion and intimacy with God. If you think you're a sinner and you're always going to sin and you're always going to be a mess, if you think there's things God can't, can't set you free from, I'm telling you, there's way more to Jesus. It doesn't have to be that way. Those things you want to see change in your life, if you've had somebody tell you that they can't change, I'm telling you right now they can. I'm telling you, it's, it's of God. 
God. It's of God and you can have it. When he talks about giving you the desires of your heart, those desires in your heart for those things to change, don't listen to what the doctors told you. Don't listen to what anybody else told you, even if it was the most spiritual sounding advice. I'm telling you, listen to Jesus. Listen to what Jesus saying is, is, listen to what he's saying in the word. Jesus healed them all. They talk about bringing out the sick and he healed them all. He talks about being free from sin in Romans 6. He talks about being dead to sin and alive to God. I'm telling you, there's nothing too big. There's nothing there's no height, there's no depth, there's no nothing wide enough. There's that song, he's like, there ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough for, to keep us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, to keep us from seeing him and experiencing him and living out this life the way he's called us to live it out. We don't have to live in bondage. We don't have to live sick. We don't have to live like the world. We don't have to live in the way of the Catholic Church confession every week. You go back in and you confess all your things. We do it in the non-denomination churches all the time. I see it where it's the same thing. You have an accountability partner and you talk to them once a week and they're so excited to hear all your stuff that you did wrong because then they feel like they're important because you're telling them all that stuff and really they don't have intimacy with God and that's why they need to hear all that stuff for, that you say to them is because that's how they feel close to God because they really don't feel close to God unless they're with people and in ministry and they feel like they're getting the praise of man. This is real. I'm being real right now. This is the stuff that happens if we're not with him when we're alone. He loves spending time with us. He loves getting together with us and just being present with us. This guy was listening to preach this prophetic guy and and he was sharing this story. He's like, yeah. He's like, one time I had this just crazy encounter with Jesus and it was Jesus basically showed up in the room like standing there you know and he said hey I didn't come to teach you a bunch of things tonight I know we've done that before but I just came to be with you and um this guy just sat with Jesus for like hours and was just in his presence just crying and talking that's our God. <laughs> he loves us so much. He loves spending time with us. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. So don't believe what the enemy's saying, you guys. Don't believe your experience. Don't believe the traumatic thing you might have went through just recently or a month ago or a year ago or a couple years ago. Believe Jesus. Believe what he's saying for your life. Um, good plans, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. That's our God, man. That's our God. And it's not for personal gain and all this stuff and just making money and prostituting the gifts of the spirit. It's not it, man. He wants us to know him and be in relationship with him the way it was meant to be from the beginning. He's our dad and he's amazing. And when we're experiencing that, we can't help but bring other people into that. It's He's just good. Yeah, so... God bless you guys. Don't believe your experience. Don't even believe your own actions if they don't line up with Jesus. Repent. Get real with him. Get real with him. God, this this thing in my life that I haven't seen change, this sin thing, 
I know you can do it. And I don't, there's something I haven't figured out yet, God, but I know you want to show me and I'm not giving up. I'm not believing my feelings. I'm not believing my own actions. I'm not believing this morning or yesterday or the day before. No, God, I'm believing your word. And I believe today is the day for salvation. And today is the day this thing can change. I might not have seen it. It might not even seem hopeful. Everybody might think I'm stupid for praying this way, but I just thank you that I have been forgiven and I have been saved and I have been healed and I have been delivered. And even though there's something I don't see yet, God, I'm not looking at this situation with my natural eyes. I'm looking at it with my spiritual eyes and my spiritual eyes are telling me that I'm a son of God. I'm born again into the kingdom of the son of your love. I've been transferred out of darkness and I'm in. I am not out. I thank you for healing me. I thank you for delivering me. I thank you for your presence in my life. And you just, you just go. You just, you just knock down the devil with truth. You just knock down every high thing that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God with the word. And you just, uh, you just get real with him. Yeah. And it takes faith. God loves faith. God breathes on faith. God moves in faith. Anything done without, apart from faith is sin. <laughs> he loves faith and we can, we can all live that way. It doesn't matter how your week has been or how your day has been or how your year has been. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you can, you can start walking this thing out from wherever you're at right now. Whatever you need to see change in your life, you can, you can from right where you're at begin to, to, to just acknowledge truth, acknowledge God for who he is, acknowledge the truth about who you are in Christ. And you, and, and you, uh, you don't let your mind go anywhere else. You don't let your mind drift. You set your mind on things above where Christ is seated. Hallelujah. Yeah. I think that's all we got. God bless you guys.